From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, inflation is still high. What's that mean for the markets? Coming up on the Decrypt Daily. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, October 13th, 2022. And just released about an hour and a half ago was the inflation for September. And well, it's at 8.2%. Everybody's saying it's just a little bit lower than August. I mean, by 0.1%, but it's still at 8.2%. The markets aren't happy. Let's take a look at those crypto prices. And the time is 10.50 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $18,443, down 3.5% in 24. Ethereum is at $1,223, down 5.5% in 24, 7.3% in 7. Tether's number 3, USDC is number 4, and Binance is at 262, down 3%, but 11% in 7. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Doge. Total market cap is down 3.6% at $887.5 billion, a BTC dominance of 39.8% and an F dominance of 16.9%. And let's go just take a look at the markets, the other markets. We have the S&P 500 down about 0.8%. NASDAQ's down 1.5%. The Dow is down 0.3%. Looks like nobody's happy this morning. Why? Because the Fed obviously is going to have to make some choices and interest rates are going to go up again. Moving into today's headlines. Five people have been charged in France on allegations that they fraudulently acquired $2.5 million worth of NFTs. Basically, they're targeting bored apes and mutant apes. The prosecution alleged that the suspects used phishing operations to acquire assets, luring victims into fake websites that promised to animate their NFTs. They're also alleged to have used Tornado Cash to cover their tracks. Now, NFT space is down from its all-time highs, but NFT fraud is booming. Over $100 million worth of NFTs were stolen between July of 2021 and July of 2022, according to blockchain analytics firm Elliptic. Senator Elizabeth Warren and a group of six other lawmakers have requested information on the energy use and potential environmental impacts of Bitcoin mining operations in Texas. The senators called Texas a deregulated safe harbor for crypto mining firms, adding that the state's cheap power is raising concerns about the potential for mining operations to add stress to the state's power grid. One of the specific pieces of information the senators requested relates to how much electricity crypto mining operations in Texas have consumed and how much carbon dioxide emissions have they released over the past five years. The letter from the senators read, in simple terms, the blockchain miners make money from mining operations that produces major strains on the electric grid. And during peak demand, when profitability of continuing to mine decreases, they then collect subsidies in the form of demand response payments when they shut off their mining operations and do nothing. 
Texas is responsible for about a quarter of the U.S.-based Bitcoin mining operations, which is about 9%. However, by the end of next year, it's expected to reach 20%. Coin Center filed a federal lawsuit against the U.S. Treasury Department's Office of Foreign Asset Control, or OFAC, on Wednesday, claiming that the government agency unlawfully overreached its authority when it criminalized interaction with the Ethereum coin-mixing tool Tornado Cash in August. OFAC justified the ban at the time by arguing that Tornado Catch, which obfuscates the trails of typically public Ethereum transactions by mixing many transactions together and thus rendering them untraceable, had been used to launder money for bad actors, including North Korean state-sponsored hacking organization Lazarus Group. Coin Center said, Not only are we fighting for privacy rights, but if this precedent is allowed to stand, OFAC could add entire protocols like Bitcoin or Ethereum to the sanction list in the future, thus immediately banning them without any public process whatsoever. Crypto fitness app Step In denies that it's laying off people. I don't think that's very interesting. What I do think is interesting is their monthly active users. Like I've said before, Step In has no business plan has no plans, no nothing in their white paper of how they're actually going to make money and how they're going to be a sustainable app. And I think people are starting to realize that it's not just a bear market. It's just a poorly thought out product. January of 2022, they had 2,500 people using it. Steppen peaked in May with almost three quarters of a million people using it. Today, in October, only around 50,000 people use Steppen. The founder of Solana, Anatoly Yakovenko, said this about Steppen. The big unknown, is it scalable? And can you get the economies to work out where people derive a benefit from the exercise that basically exceeds the money that they're spending on the platform? Basically, are they getting more benefit from using this than the money that they're putting in? So if I put $20 into Stepin, do I get $25 or perceived $25 or $30 or $40 of utility or pleasure from using Stepin? That's what Anatoly Yakovenko says. However, I think it's different. People are using this app because they're getting paid to exercise, paid to take some steps, paid to jog. They weren't putting in money to get out pleasure. They're putting in effort to get out money. And if they can't get that down and their economies don't work that out, then their product fails, in my opinion. Big win for Crypto.com. They said that it's investing $145.3 million into France. The cash will go towards setting up its HQ in Paris and hiring local talent in the fields of compliance, business development, and product. Over 50 million people use Crypto.com's products, according to the company's own data. In May, Binance became the first major digital asset exchange to be licensed as a digital asset service provider in France. The move made France the first European country to allow Binance to operate within its jurisdiction. CZ Zhao said Binance chose France because of its pro-business stance, and it looks as though Crypto.com is following suit. And finally, we have more info on the Mango Markets Platform $100 million breach. And this actually has so many interesting questions or um, nuances to it. Here, just pay attention one second. So the hacker behind the $100 million breach on the Mango Markets Platform appears to have voted for their own solution for returning the stolen funds using the same governance tokens taken in the hack. The person claims responsibility for the hack told members of the Project Decentralized Autonomous Organization, or their DAO, that they will return the majority of the $100 million taken to the community if it agrees to repay back the bad debt that was taken during a June operation to save a different Solana project called Soland, if you guys remember that. So what the hacker did 
is they cast votes, basically use the DAO to make a proposal. And then they use the stolen funds or the stolen funds to cast 33 million votes in their DAO to approve the proposal that they just proposed, giving that proposal an approval rating of 99.9%. Now, it's unclear if this would have any legitimacy, but literally it shows a flaw in a DAO, right? It's basically you stole all kinds of funds. Now you have funds. Now you have the weighted votes or the votes to make proposals on a DAO. And you start voting even though you're the hacker of stolen funds. I think it's just absolutely insane. But it looks as though that this is an altruistic kind of approach to hacking the funds and using the funds. Because because what they're trying to do is make Mango whole. Um, it's just very interesting. And there's so much interesting things in the crypto space always. What do you guys think of this? Matthew Aaron at Crypto.co. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. And you can always send me an email, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Until tomorrow for a week in review, happy hodling, everyone.